Hello and welcome to a life with an OCD dinosaur. Good morning everyone. I am currently recording this from my nice warm bed because it is super cold outside and snowing. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, thank you for checking out this second episode of Life with an OCD Dinosaur. Um, yeah, so hopefully these episodes will get longer as time goes on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. And hopefully there will be times where I have guests and whatnot. Um, yeah, so anyways... I thought that this episode today would be extremely beneficial to talk about my journey of getting my OCD diagnosis, diagnosis, sorry, um, as a diagnosis because I do have more than just the OCD diagnosis, but, um, yeah, so I think we can hop right into that and see where it takes us (laughs) just a heads up there will probably be tangents um it's just who i am (laughs) okay so where to begin um growing up i was extremely shy and social anxiety was so strong and so present um and you know I never thought anything of it I grew up in a house where mental illness it existed but basically you needed to be strong enough to deal with it yourself and you know taking medication for any psychiatric diagnosis was seen as bad and so I grew up with the stigma since as far back as I can remember and which is it's extremely detrimental and not great um I would also have a moment where I would have an anxiety attack or you know I would be getting ready to go somewhere that there was a lot of people and big crowds and stuff like that and my parents would look at me and would say don't get anxiety don't get an anxiety attack while we're doing this and it's just you know <laughs> it's not very beneficial because it's it's almost like saying you know um it's all in your head and stuff like that which is i think it's pretty evident that yes a mental illness is in my head because you know it's a mental illness but at the same time it's no different than any physical um injury or disability or 
anything like that. And that's the one thing with mental illness is it's invisible, right? Unless you have very, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, out there, um, symptoms and stuff. So, like, I don't know, most people just chalked it up like, oh, she's shy, or I didn't have many friends growing up. Um, and there's multiple reasons with that, but yeah, so anxiety was definitely the very first experience I had with mental illness. Um, looking back, there have been symptoms of other uh, mental health concerns, but you know, I I don't have diagnoses for those, so I'm not going to speak about it at this moment because I don't want to take it upon myself and, you know, give false information. In my house, um, there is some undiagnosed mental illnesses as well. Um, one of my parents has undiagnosed OCD. The other one, it was briefly mentioned that they have mild depression, um, but neither of them are on medication for any of it. And so when I started showing symptoms of OCD, it was, it was scary because it was something that was becoming more and more unmanageable. And uh, they first came into my awareness um, in May of 2018. It was May long weekend and my family was out camping. And um, so many people are surprised. I can remember that specific detail. But, you know, I might have been showing symptoms way back. And, of course, I didn't realize what was going on because, you know, my symptoms, yes, they are, um, they're textbook symptoms, but not what's usually talked about or portrayed especially in the media, and I can go on an hour or more rant about media and mental health. Um, that's probably going to come as a later episode, so please stay tuned for that one. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't know what was going on, you know, I all of a sudden was starting to wash my hands more and I would wash them in counts of three and I would avoid certain things and touching and you know I was checking to make sure stuff was more like the door was locked or the stove was shut off and everything like that and it was especially when camping is difficult to wash your hands a bunch because you are in the dirt and the grossness and everything like that um plus we were with my dad's entire family and so it was even harder because you know I didn't want to stand out or miss anything 
and it just it took a big toll on me and so the types of OCD I have are contamination so cleaning and everything fun like that um and then I have the counting I do counts of three or four so often um it's very bad when I'm shopping for stuff I end up with a lot more things than I actually need um and then I also do checking like leaving my apartment it locks automatically behind me I will check to make sure I have my keys three times I will make sure to that my door is actually closed and locked sometimes uh, when I'm laying in bed I can I'm in a studio apartment so I can see my kitchen from my bed and there are times where I'll just randomly be thinking oh did I turn the stove off or I could like even not use the stove for an entire day and I'd be like oh is it turned off and everything like that um but yeah the contamination one is very impactful in my life it's probably the most um prominent type that I have and it wasn't until I was in my first year of university um I'm currently in my third year and so it was in fall of 2019 um I was in a neuro class and a neuroscience class and there was a part in our textbook that said like uh excessive hand washing and OCD and that's in my head when it kind of made a click like hey you know I have excessive hand washing um I've lost so many nights of sleep because of it um obviously now it's a little different because with the pandemic and hand sanitizer being more accessible I sleep with a hand sanitizer beside my bed um so I don't have to get up and go to the bathroom and wash my hands every single time because the amount of sleep that I lose for that is ridiculous and when I'm more tired my symptoms get worse and so it's very challenging those nights um but yeah I made that little connection in my head I was like oh you know (laughs) it makes sense um because again you never hear about this in you know tv um music anything like that and so it was very eye-opening sorry And my roommate, actually, one of my roommates, I had three roommates the first year. They, one of my roommates has OCD as well. So hers is very managed with medication. Um, I am on medication for mine now. Is it helping me? That's debatable. Um, But I will get into that later on more, but... It's kind of nice because she is a really good friend of mine, my roommate, my old roommate, I guess, because I live by myself now, but being able to talk about it and 
have someone to express to, you know, and relate what I'm experiencing is, it's amazing, like, because I don't know anyone else, well, my one parent with the undiagnosed, but because it's undiagnosed, you know, it's, it might not be, they don't have the proper education or their experiences are different. I have tried to talk to them about it and it was a disaster, but yeah, it was, it took so long to realize, well, I guess it was just over a year, but to be living with that experience and not know what's going on is absolutely terrifying. And the stigma that came from it, like even my family, I would be going to wash my hands and they would be like, oh, you don't need to wash your hands or why are you doing that? And everything of the sort. And so I felt very alone and isolated up until that point. And even then, um, after reading that in the neuro textbook, I was still hesitant and, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't have this, you know, um, it's, it's not what they show, you know, you never hear anyone like, I'm just a germphobe and whatnot and it's, I did so much research and, you know, at that point my symptoms were very, very intense and they only were growing to get worse. It wasn't until this past summer, it was June 1st of 2021, when I got my official diagnosis with obsessive compulsive disorder. And essentially what happened is, you know, I was getting to the point where I would be talking about my symptoms and I would break down crying because I didn't know what was going on and I had a rough idea because of the research I've done, but it was scary, and it was because especially growing up in a house where, you know, psychiatric medications are bad, um, and with OCD, it's treated with medication and typically can be not cured because there is no cure for OCD, but can be managed with medications um and so I was at my doctor's and you know I was like hey I don't know if you're qualified for this but um I've been showing symptoms of mental illness I think it's OCD um we ran through a few questions and I um got a referral to a place where it was therapy that was covered. I'm from Canada, so it's covered by my province. And so I got referred to there. And then I ended up going and my first therapy session, they're like, we need to get you in with a psychiatrist. And so we went along that route and thankfully I didn't have to wait that long. There was a cancellation and the psychiatrist was like, you're coming to see me. Um, 
it was virtual because, you know, coronavirus, pandemic, and everything like that. Um, Looking back, I'm like, I'm going to be listening to this five years in the future, and hopefully everything is, you know, somewhat back to normal. Um, And it's going to be like, wow. Um, I'll probably talk a little bit more at some point about how the pandemic has really affected me. Um, I did already briefly mention the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The hand sanitizer, but there's still a lot more that has taken effect. Um, is it a blessing? Is it a curse? I, I don't know. Um, it's probably a little bit both, but, um, yeah, so I got my psychiatry diagnosis and start on medication like right away and I'm currently still on I am at a higher dosage um it's like the highest normal one they got so um we're gonna see how well this continues to work um as of right now it's not super it's helpful, but it's not like I'm still struggling a lot and I'm still going to therapy and there's just so much that is going on. And, you know, stress is another um, influencer of how severe my symptoms are. And there are things going on in life right now between my university and just personal life and everything um that is just adding to the stress again and again and again and it's just to the point where it's you know screaming um (laughs) but yeah and so I'm continuing on this journey um and yeah so that's just a little bit of a background my diagnoses um yeah, the incident in 2018 was a loss in the family, um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a counselor in training, um, I'm pursuing a degree in addictions counseling, and so, you know, we learn, especially in my trauma class that I'm in this semester, that a major life event such as a loss or you know disaster or there's it it depends for everyone individually and that can be a trigger for mental illness symptoms and so I truly believe that's what happened with me um my case is more than likely genetic as well as it was environmental Um, but yeah, on June 1st, I finally got my OCD diagnosis, but I also got a diagnosis of social phobia. So social anxiety was finally diagnosed in me. Um, and I'm grateful that the university I'm attending has given some very helpful accommodations um for myself like 
I get private space and extended time to write my exams because um like if I'm around other people and they start getting up because they're done I start stressing and throwing everything to the wind (laughs) and you know it's it's not great and it has been a little detrimental here and there um and it's just yeah so I am extremely grateful and I'm going to be looking into getting maybe another sort of accommodation I'm still in the process of thinking about it and if I want to bring it up to my psychiatrist um but yeah and there's just so much more I will go more into detail at a later time later time later episode whichever it is um about how I manage and some coping skills and you know everything about that um but yeah so that was essentially my diagnosing journey and where I am today not so much where I am today but you know it's it was how I got here I guess all in all um with everything that I've said today I have, I've talked about my experience, my personal experience. Um, With that being said, this is not what everyone's going to experience. With mental illness and diagnoses and symptoms and everything of the sort, there is no cookie cutter pattern you know, we're all our own individuals. I have different symptoms than my parent, and I have different symptoms than my friend. Um, and, you know, it's, it's important to realize and remember, like, I'm telling my story to help others see and understand that, you know, This is what I've experienced, you know, maybe they have some sort of similarity, you know, it won't be exactly similar, um, but, you know, they might be like, oh, hey, you know, and it's just more so for the realization, and I've, like I said in the introductory, introductory, sorry, episode, um, I've changed my TikTok. Like, I still do fun and weird stuff on it because it's who I am. Um, but I've also changed it to help document and tell my story of where I'm at and how I got here. And kind of the same of what I'm doing with this podcast. And so, again, this is just myself um it's not uh say all be all sort of you know you have to have the same symptoms I do or else you don't have OCD that's not what I'm saying whatsoever I'm just here to share and hopefully help break the stigma that we all experience when it comes to 
mental health and mental illness and diagnoses and the whole nine yards of the mental health field. Um, if anyone is curious, my TikTok is o.c.d underscore dinosaur. So it's basically the same that I have here, just more dots and an underscore instead of brackets or parentheses. Depends on where you're listening from. Um, but yeah, so if anyone wants to check that out, um, it's there. I did start an Instagram account with this same um, name as this podcast. Uh, feel free to check it out there too. And yeah, just come and feel free to shoot me a message, comment on stuff. Um, I'm here for it. I want you to get to know to know my listeners and if there's anything that someone wants to hear talked about like I'm not going to specifically do OCD stuff every single week um I will talk about mental health primarily I think but at the same time I'm going to talk about other stuff you know I am not my diagnoses I am my own individual I just have the diagnoses and that is an important thing to remember you are not your diagnoses you are your own person who is living with you know um like I don't I can go up and be like oh I'm OCD and stuff but in reality it's I'm Amy I live with OCD um just a friendly reminder there so there will be other things um I talk about and discuss, uh, yes, mental health might be more of a centered discussion, but, um, yeah, I guess we'll just see where it goes, and thanks for tuning in once again, and continuing with me on my life as an OCD dinosaur as we continue along this Jurassic path, so thanks for listening, and... I guess I'll talk to you again. (laughs) Sounds like the end of a voicemail, you know. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so see you next time. I guess you'll hear me next time. Or I'll work on an ending, I promise. (laughs) Toodaloo.